everybody. My name is Therese Paler. This is the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. So, hey, it is what it is. Now, here are your hosts, show, Vern, and Yahoo NFL writer, Therese Paler. Live from Grand Falloon on the plaza, it is the Therese Paler Show. Therese, a very busy seven days for the Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer. How you doing, man? I'm fantastic. Glad to be back in Kansas City, though. After being on the road last week, fellas. Got some nice weather to come back to. It's nice, man. Beautiful fall weather, man. Gotta love the four seasons in the state of Missouri. Therese, we've talked about Patrick Peterson on this show for more than a month now. First. Report today that he has let it be known that he wants out of Arizona. What can you tell us? What can you report, if anything, in addition? I told you guys. When do we start talking about that? Right around Earl Thomas, right after yeah, that, right? Yep, yep, yep. Well, I told you guys then that she's going to entertain everything. That includes Patrick Peterson. That's not changing. Like, it's the same deal. The problem is coming up with the compensation. It's something they've been monitoring. It's something they will continue to monitor. Uh, we know that there are other teams that are interested in that guy, and they got to decide whether or not they want to pay the price for an all-pro elite talent who's 28 years old at a premium position. Uh, but at the end of the day, Chiefs are keeping an eye on it. And uh, it's something I would say, if it were to happen, as I've said, like I feel like five times on this show, it, it, it would give this team a Dion in 94 like effect, just mm. like Dion Sanders did to the 94 Niners. It would be like the same thing. And that might be the last thing I think this team needs to like really have all the pieces they need to make a Super Bowl run as long as uh, D. Ford stays healthy, Justin Houston as well, and Eric Berry comes back, which I think he will. I, I, I want you to help because people don't like to listen to me. Now, I want you to help the audience understand, explain this to me. A person, a football person that people trust. So many people believe this, chief, this Chiefs team doesn't need a corner. That's not what they are in need of. Are you hearing that? They, yes. I'm going to just let me. I'm just going to try to finish for you. For you, for you I'm getting to it. So I just want you to help them. Just because, no, and I think it's an honest. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But I think it's they a They blame the middle linebackers and the safety Middle play. linebacker. It's a, stopping the run and the safety play. Just kind of tell people why. I'm not listening uh, to you? You know. Just try to tell you know people it why. Is, so. Maybe it's my approach. What about you, Vern? Once, once he gets going, they tune the whole thing out. Finish, finish, Vern. Tell people why what? Well, just tell people why a corner is an important thing for this defense. And just because we see them get torched in the run game and the safeties have struggled with tight ends, why a corner would be helpful. So both of you guys agree that this would be a helpful thing. You don't have a playmaker on the defense. You've had to, like, tell your callers this. I'm very disappointed in the Chiefs fans that have been following me for five or six years at this point because this football knowledge, I'm, I'm getting it from people in the game. Like, I'm not just... I mean, I love the game. I've studied it myself. But, like, the stuff I tell you is stuff these people tell me. Is there, are like, there are a handful of premium positions, especially on defense in today's NFL. Teams are throwing the ball more than ever, period. They're throwing the ball. The best quarterbacks complete 70% of their passes. Average quarterbacks complete 60. Like, that's where we're at, right? So if you're a defense at this point, you've got to figure out a way to stop the passing game, right? Two things you need mainly to do that pass rushers at every position along the defensive line and men who can actually cover men who can cover or impact the game in in a significant way and give you advantages really at any position on defense adding the best cornerback in the national football league arguably right Uh, an all-pro player 
an elite player who's 28 years old and in his prime who can travel with some of these receivers you might see in the playoffs, right? He can handle Antonio Brown. Um, you know, anybody else you might see, he can handle. Rock. He can handle, like, some of these guys. Like, that matter. And here's the thing. If you have Eric Berry, he don't need to handle Gronk. Barry can handle Gronk. Do you get what I'm saying? But my point is, having a guy that can travel and take away one receiver completely would allow you to provide help to all these other areas on defense that have had trouble up until the last week or so, right? Your run defense, commit an extra man to the box. Your pass defense, you want to take someone away? Shade the coverage over that way. This is a, this is a guy who takes away a side of the field. There's like a handful of guys in the NFL who truly do that. And he's in his prime, and he's under contract for a reasonable amount considering his talent. To me, if the Chiefs can get this guy for something that's not unreasonable, I think you do it. Because this is a team that can go all the way. And you don't waste Patrick Mahomes' first year as a starter where defenses don't know how to stop him. You don't just waste that. I have a tough time understanding what's unreasonable then. Because I, th- I think that now, now that's what's interesting. What's right? unreasonable? That that depends on all of us, right? I feel good giving up what's, the first. Yeah, right. right me too. I'd Easy. Say, you can sell me on a first and a third. Let's right? go. But would you give up the Khalil Mack package for a player who's a year older, right? So you get a second round pick back next year. But you don't got to sign that contract. But right. But you got to give up two first and a third. Would you do it if you get a second back next year? Um. I, I don't I don't think that that's got I can't think that's the price. Well, Daniel Jeremiah, who I respect and trust and has contacts, threw out that as a possibility for what he'd consider giving up for Patrick Peter, which tells me that's probably what they're asking for. Maybe what they're asking right. for. But that's would you that's do a it? Good point. I'm putting y'all two, on the spot. Two would you first do it? and a third, and you get a second back next year. A first and a third this year. A first next year, and you get a second back next year. I don't year. think I can do that. You wouldn't do that. What I, about I you, I go Byrne? first and a second and a, and a third. I, I, I would do that. As we've talked about on the show, if you have the ball last in New England, I think the Chiefs win that game. So like we've said, put Patrick Peterson on the field for the Chiefs, and maybe you don't even need the ball last to win that game. Yeah, I would do it. You would do it. I would do Here's it. Here's what makes me nervous is we're starting to see – and we brought this up last week. What, fears, what, what I have fear about Peterson is we know the Chiefs need him, but New England played Tyreek Hill last week. Yeah. And they struggled that's a good down point. the field. Now that's and, I heard, and I heard um, Bill Belichick after the game speak specifically about Tyreek Hill and the speed. Oh, don't, what does Pittsburgh look don't like let me forget with Joe this. Hayden? Let me say this before I forget. Here's why that matters, and I'm glad you brought that up. That matters because Bill Belichick has shown a willingness and an understanding of the importance of the shutdown cornerback. Because who has he had? Stephon Gilmore, who he spent a lot of money on. Darrell Revis, who he spent a lot of money on. He's not afraid to spend money on. Right. Has he? Wait. Yeah. Has he been afraid to spend money on corners, guys? No. He hasn't. That probably tells you it's an important position, right? So you know, look, the 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 strides that Chiefs defense has made recently has been good, right? But let me tell you something. I feel a heck of a lot better. Let me tell you. you th- I'm just going to say it. Peterson, Nelson, and Fuller, you can win. That's a championship cornerback trio. Come on you can now. win with that. You could do you can especially win with, with that. Barry in the back. You end. can win with that. You could, you, and you an can offense that scores 85 yeah. to 90% of the time. And they by the, the way, ball. some of these young players have been coming around, man. Like, Speaks had a nice game, man. Some of these cats is coming around. Nadi's been playing more. Oh, Daniel played last night. 
I'm like, hey, where has that speed been at? They could have used that, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like this team's kind of rounding in a shape, man. It's like, as long as Pat doesn't get hurt, like, I think they can go the whole way. Uh, but, they, they, it, but they can really help themselves by adding this last piece, who also, a little bit of Ty Hill insurance on returns, baby. Got to love that, too. I just, I would just lose it because sometimes we see this in baseball. I've watched the Red Sox and Yankees do this time and time again. Maybe I don't necessarily need him. But I want to get him so the Yankees don't. You lose it if the if the Yankees of the NFL get him. If, if the, the if the Patriots would you? if the Patriots were to get Peterson, you would lose it. Like, what if who, they pay the price that you don't want to pay? No, I, I know, but I'm just saying. Like that is just like, I it would be like. Bad. What does Belichick care? You know what's in amazing? In terms of future, what is like? What does he care about? Like. What's amazing is that Peterson's like under contract too, and it's like a they're going to sign a free agent cornerback anyway. Like, I'm, why not just do with the Cowboys? Just get him now. It's six That's and a half. The it's six did. and a half the rest of the yeah. year. Eleven and a half next year. Twelve and a half the year That's after. That's the thing. Like they're going to do this anyway. They're going to sign a cornerback to big money this offseason anyway. So just do it now while you got a chance to take advantage of past first year starting. I, look, man, I, I think that Chiefs fans, y'all deserve some good things happening to you. This guy's a fun guy to watch. You know, ha- having, like, the, the shutdown travel corner. Oh, boy. I just <laughs> – I wonder if that's what it would take for Bob to, like, let him travel. No, that's it wouldn't. A- but <laughs> – yeah, But still – Bob's got it. No. No, it wouldn't. But you can still – but he can still – Are you sure? No. Yeah, I'm dead sure. Um, I, no, it wouldn't. But still, you've got yeah. Peterson. That would at least take something. Know. That would at least take something away. Like, I just – like – even like you, even listening was. to you and watching these games, I'm even taking a, a couple of steps back on Pittsburgh, and with Bell coming back and seeing how he could control oh, yeah, with this defense, but then you tell me they could go after him with Joe Hayden and Peterson oh, together, scary. and they are just missing some a piece on defense. Like you just have to go. Yeah, that'd be scary. By the way, like you're, you're going to need these kind of pieces to beat the Rams if you make it to the Super Bowl. Right. You know, like. The, the, the Chiefs need to go for it. Uh, Pat's greatness, he's going to be a quarterback in this league. He's very good for a long time. You give up a first-round pick, eh, whatever. You'll be all right. You still got the kid at quarterback. You know, now two firsts and a third, you know, giving up the Bears deal, that's Cause probably – Because that's, that's, that's now three firsts that, that right. you haven't had in that's the last – That's probably – right. That's probably a little rich for me, but I would give him a first and a third, no doubt. I don't know what you make of this, but this is uh, – the cousin of Patrick Peterson linking the Saints, yeah. Eagles, and Patriots, saying they're all showing interest early on in Patrick Peterson. Yeah. We're live from Grand Falloon on the plaza, the Therese Paler Show presented by Bud Light. We'll get to the Chiefs game. I just want to know, for a writer like Therese Paler, what's the word you would use to describe what the Chiefs did to the Bengals last night? We'll get his answer on that right after this. Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. We are live from Grand Falloon on the plaza. We got Ferns, Ferns in here. That's right. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) There we go. Serta's here. Whatever. Well, he no, came through. Something. He didn't lie. Look here, Therese. They said from the 913, I'm feeding off Therese's energy. He's got me so pumped up, I'm ready to do this trade. Yeah, Yahoo line. Sports senior Dude. NFL writer, Yahoo Sports NFL podcast. He is Therese Paler. This and every Monday 
six to seven right here on your football station 610 sports radio therese how would you describe what the chiefs did to the bengals last night uh, <laughs> um i mean they 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 embarrassed them they took their manhood from them mm. i mean they that was i mean it's monday it's sunday night football it's a national tv audience and you try you, you four and two like you're trying to prove that you're for real in the AFC North, and then you come in the Arrowhead and get destroyed. Like mm. that was embarrassing. That was an embarrassing performance. They got embarrassed. They they got, they 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 took their pride from them. That was bad. I, I tried to tell you. I tried listen, to tell you. To I feel read. like I feel Did like you tell him. I try. I told him. Listen. I don't feel like you was that strong about it. First of all. Oh no. And second, oh, I'm gonna need oh, people oh. to stop trying to like pull receipts with me. Like my batting average is way high, so I'm gonna need people to take that on. Let's dial this pull receipts no, on said- Therese thing on back, because when you get it right 93 percent of the time, I'm not gonna take guff about the seven. You you said you, know, you said they was going. Well, you, I mean, Therese will slow down just a second. Got his chain out and everything. <laughs> Hey, you, you've been fired up this week. Don't think I don't listen to y'all. He got into it with Dante Hall. I, I, you, you've been trying to stir it up recently. I, to, I told you. That's a great I show, by the with, way. Appreciate that. Friday. Uh, as I told you, Andy. I was on the road listening to you, by the you, way. That's big right there. If you give Andy the quarterback yeah. advantage against Marv, like, I, yeah. I mean, it was just. Hey, look, look, man, I'm human, too, because, like, Listen, I went up to Cle- I went up to Cincinnati in the preseason. I talked to Marvin Lewis. I talked to these guys. I went up there, man. I'm like, you know what? The Cincinnati Bengals, man, they're going to sling the rock this year. And then, look, look, you know what? They did early on. And then they just proved to be men. Just, it was, I, 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 I was mad at them, man. I'm like, you know what? I'm out here saying y'all slinging the ball around, and y'all come out there and lay that kind of performance out there, making the brother look bad. I was mad. The punt situation. That was that was Marv, right there. That's what in my head I saw, was Marv's Marv's gonna like half the people know what's going on, the other half doesn't. I just I just didn't, I, I just didn't see it on the same level with Andy. I just I didn't think that they were gonna come out there and play like that. Like they played, they just lost to the Steelers. That was actually a fun game to watch. I thought they were just gonna be more prepared than that. And that's the kind of game that now shows me that if you come into the if you come into Arrowhead. And you're not ready to play, you but you about to get embarrassed. Like it's gonna be 30 points, like like that. Like you're gonna get embarrassed. That's what was happening in '99 with the Rams. Like yeah. that's what was happening in '98 with the Vikings, right? '91 Redskins, '94 49ers. Like this is a special thing you've got. That's why I'd hate to see the Chiefs like not fully take advantage of it by adding to this team somehow. Maybe the Peterson price is too high. That could totally be possible. That's something they're bracing for. I'll tell you that, right? But. I do hope one way or another for Chiefs fans, they find a way to add more to this defense. Therese, it's just crazy to watch teams ball up their game plan <laughs> so near the end of the first quarter and go they, to hell with it. They have nothing. You can't stop the offense. Like, it's, okay, well, we're going to try and take away Ty. Okay, have fun with Kelsey. And then oh, you're down 14 nothing, and oh. you stop running the ball. And... Oh, we're going to try to take away the passing game. All right, Kareem Hunt pulls matrix moves. There's nothing you can do except hope these guys get hurt. There's nothing you can do because a quarterback, finally, the, the quarterback is special. He finds everybody who's open. He creates even when he's not supposed to. You can get pressure on him. He'll just run away three yards away just before you get there. Pew! Like, it, like what are you supposed to do with that? It's the Brett Favre effect, man. Show was talking a lot today about Kareem Hunt. From being around him as much as you were last season, 
what improvements have you seen from 27 this year? Look, man, I, I feel like, and this sounds goofy, but it's true, he's maintained his explosion through seven games. And, like, I was worried about that because he was beat up a little bit last year, man. Like, you started to see it after, yeah. like, week four or five. Like, he started, like, right around this time last year, he started to fall off a little bit physically because he was a rookie. Um, he looks fine to me right now. <laughs> you know, he's teleporting around the field. This is a great sign and one of the hidden benefits to the, off, the passing game being so dynamic. He's going to run against lighter boxes, which will take less of a toll on his body. And he really only needs to run it when defenses are, like, giving it to him, which means one, ex, one less body in the box, more room to run. It's a special offense. Um, it's, it's really it's fun to watch. Everyone, like, nationally, you see people talking about, you know, enjoying that part of it. And, you know, I, I hope that people here really, like, appreciate what this is without being too jaded by your past. Like, to me, that with, with Kareem is he's showing you what a person can do when the attention's not on him. Like, when you come into it, like, you have to identify 10 and you have to identify 87. Yeah. And as you said, they're, they're just not going to be – he's never going to face the boxes Jamal did. And to me, this yes. is, like I want people to hear what I'm saying. He is not Todd Gurley. He right. is not Le'Veon Bell. Right. But if he continues to go against six and seven in the box and then is always one-on-one -on -one with linebackers in the passing game, he's going to put up production like those. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, like – Look, he's not those guys, but he's, like, on the next level, which is cool. I'll take that, you know, with this, with this offense. I, I think if you're a defense, let's play a game. If you're a defense, who's the number one skill player you try to stop on this team? Ten. You try to take away Ty Hill, right? All day. And then, okay, so we agree there, boom. There's probably a disagreement on what the next thing is to stop. Do you try to take away Kelsey or you take away Kareem Hunt? That's probably the, that's probably the next thing. Either way, one of those guys is going to eat every week. And Ty will, too, because no one can run with him. Right. Like, <laughs> and, like, again, at some point, like, Watkins is going to make people pay in a way that makes people think, okay, like, I get it. You know, like, he'll, he'll, he'll have a moment this season. Um, but, again, this will all be for naught if this defense doesn't continue to build upon the success they had, last, like, last night. Last night was a really good start. want to see it continue to go forward. Because they, like, last night we talked about it today. It felt like they played off of their offense the best that I've seen all year. Like that like to me I feel like I feel like the the best that I could see with this defense is like that Colts those Colts teams ah. to where <laughs> they played yeah. with leads well and, and created turnovers. And they yes, they played that Tampa to that zone. To me when they played zone they looked better in the secondary yesterday. But like, they seem to play can, off of their, with that. their offense got 33 first downs I can yesterday. Rock with that. 33 first downs to help their defense. And, uh, uh, you know what? That, I can rock with that. And that's something that, like, to me, if your offense is this special, what you just want to, you do want to, like, eliminate big plays from the defense because they can't really ride with you. Now, is that always going to be fun to watch? <laughs> no. But. It's going to be better to watch if you're stouter and more disciplined against the run, yeah. which is important, and also if you have a few more playmakers as far as taking the ball away. One guy I don't think is getting a whole lot, like Jordan Lucas can play. Like Jordan Lucas has been a bit of – he, he, he might have some – there might be something there with him, but 
you know, Breland Speaks looked better last night. Like some of these, Dorian O'Daniel, like some of these young guys are flashing. Nadi's playing. This is good. Like this is what you need. This is what you're hoping for. I always use Madden because I know a lot of people play it. You know, we're halfway through the season, basically. So the XP points, the awareness for these guys has basically doubled since the start of the season. It's going to get better beyond this, too. So I'm pretty optimistic about where this team is headed. And, you know, it, it'll take, like, another, like, Chiefs' disaster for that to happen, you know, for, for something bad to happen in the playoffs. I guess you can never count that out, but your quarterback's different this time. A.J. Green was raving about uh, the Chiefs defense doing a lot of things that they didn't show on tape over the course of the season. 35-point win last night. How much love should Chiefs fans, Ron, have for Bob Sutton on a day like this? Well, the NFL is a production league, right? So when they do well, give them them some love. Is it okay to be skeptical? Yeah. (laughs) I think think it's absolutely okay to continue to be skeptical, but – they start putting these performances together week to week to week. I think it's okay to be, like, really cautiously optimistic. Because they're going to, right? I mean, you've talked about their schedule. It's Their schedule coming up. Denver. Denver with Keenum. Arizona and Cleveland. Yeah, that three-game that three game stretch. So this is going to get a lot of people, as show has pointed out, this is going to get a lot of people thinking, hey, man, we are all yeah. right. Yeah. We, we might be We don't good. need Pat Peterson. That's that's a mistake. Um, well, you saw your your, yeah. your guy Sam, and the what what he was hearing that they believe that they're good. They, that they don't need anyone. They think their big trade mm-hmm. is going to be Eric Berry. No, listen, that's good. I I hear that. I respect Sam. You know, we both talk to people in the organization. I would never get up here and say you know sure love Sam. I would never do that. I but I, I like trust what. You know, I think, and like what I hear, and I, I do think that's something that they'll monitor and they'll continue to monitor, even if, you know, the price is something that might get in the way. That doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, something couldn't happen down the road. I love from Bob, and I'll give him credit because I call him by the book Bob. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of changing and a lot of adjusting. When they got that lead, it looked like he was hell-bent on trying to find ways to get D Ford in good matchups to where one time – the strip sack, he's one-on-one with a running back. Like, and he puts speaks on the same side as him. Yeah. Like, you started to see some things with Bob doing different things. Um, and I don't know if it was the game plan or if it was, all right, they had this lead, let's change things up. That's why I was talking about playing off the offense. Yeah, he needs to continue to be creative like that. I, I just, like, let's see stunts. Let's see stuff like that. Like, this is what we've been waiting for. Like, let's see more of it, right? Like, let's. Let's keep that kind of creativity going. We got another 30 minutes down here. Grand Falloon on the plaza. We're out here, or out on the road, I should say, with the Therese Paler Show. This and every Monday from 6 to 7. Still coming up, um, Amari Cooper is no longer in the AFC West. Therese Paler has already penned his thoughts. He'll give his thoughts. That what and your chance to win $1,000 <laughs> in our national cash contest. It's coming up right after this. The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, welcome back to the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. We are live from Grand Falloon on the plaza. Here's your chance to win 1,000 on the 30s in the National Cash Contest. Text the word ARTIC, A-R-T-I-C, to 72881 that's arctic 
to 72881. Your next chance to win is tomorrow morning, 7.30 on Fesco in the morning. Message and data rates may apply. Only one station in Kansas City is giving you Chiefs talk and a chance to win 1,000 on the 30s. Weekdays from 7 to 7, it pays to listen to the largest sports radio company in the world. One more time, text ARTIC, A-R-T-I-C, to 72881. Um, Therese, we've been talking about potential number one picks getting for Patrick Peterson. Well, the Raiders are at it again. They've now collected their third number one pick in the upcoming draft trading a young Amari Cooper who's been to two Pro Bowls to Dallas um it feels steep but you think it was you think it was worth it for Dallas yeah absolutely I can run you right through that all right here's the thing if you're gonna give up a first round pick the problem with that is that the best value in football is what those picks. You yep. get the guy for five years if he's good. You get him through his physical prime, and you get him cheap. Plus, if he's really, really good, you can get him for up to two more years. You got him basically under club control for seven years if you really, really like him. And guess what? That typically takes him through age 29, which is right about the time you want to start letting guys go. Amari Cooper's 24 years old. He ain't 26. He ain't 27. Amari Cooper's 24 years old. Do we know what the Cowboys will draft in the first round next year had they not made this move? A receiver. They would have taken a receiver. Do we know how difficult it is for receivers to make an instant impact in the NFL at the position? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's highly unlikely whoever they took at receiver, unless the guy is just an unusual stud, would have ended up being as good as Amari Cooper is next year. Are the Cowboys in a state of rebuilding? Nope. They're looking for instant impact. They're looking for immediate impact. And to be honest, in Cooper, they're getting a guy who don't turn – he doesn't turn 25 to next June. Not even this year, next June. So basically you're getting a guy who's already done it on this level, is a potential blue-chip player, and will be motivated. Motivated. Do you know why? What do I always talk about? What's my new saying? Contract year is undefeated. And guess what? Fifth-year option. Guess what year of that he'll be on next year? Fifth year, do you think Amari Cooper's going to play all 16 games? Do you think he'll be motivated to have 80 and 1,000? I sure do. You're getting a young – it's not like you're getting an old player. You're getting a young guy. Even after you sign him to an extension after next year, the first year of that deal, he'll be 26. Whatever the deal is, however long it is, you'll be, you can cut him after year three. Guess what? He'll only be 20 – he'll be 29 by then, 28 by then. So for me – I look at it as the Cowboys swiping a first-round receiver who's already got four years of NFL experience and is only going to be a year or two older than whoever they draft at the same position in six months. So, uh, look, I understand. That it comes down to whether or not you believe Amari Cooper is good. And he drops issues, a lot of passes. His issues seem to be fixable. Though. He, he drops a lot of passes. I'm blaming John Gruden for that offense because I know, look, when I was the Chiefs B-Rider, I spent a lot of time watching tape of the Raiders because they played him twice a year and I watched a ridiculous amount of film. Amari Cooper's a great deep threat. He's a hard person to guard, and I don't feel like he's been used appropriately this year. So I, I, for the Cowboys, I actually really like it. I really They only gave up a first-round pick. That's it. Now, no other picks involved in this. They basically they got their first-round pick six months early. I'm in. With a 10-year deal in his back pocket and Las Vegas in the future, should Chiefs fans – be concerned mm. at all about what Gruden is collecting well, as far as draft picks, those valuable draft picks? 
Yeah, I mean, he's never, like, developed a young quarterback, though. So they're going to get rid of Carr now, so we can see that. Yeah, he, he, did, he did say today that they're not. He said they're, they're going, not trading anyone, said, but you. I mean, he said that they're not trading Khalil Mack. You're true. He also said they're not trading, you know, Amari Cooper either. That's like, true. it doesn't matter what he says. Like, they're clearly going to trade these guys. Like, this is happening. Um, I don't know if this is going to, like, I don't know. They, they got to draft well to make this worth it. Right. And what I don't like, and it is, it'd be different. in drafting. Basically, because he—he's he, like got his—he has a right-hand man that he—I can't I forget, remember his name now. It's not Reggie McKinney. It's not right. Reggie. He's got like <laughs> a right I'm man. Saying. He's got like a right-hand man that he's got like doing scouting on guys that yeah. I imagine is basically his GM right now. Yeah. Um, so what I'm what I would say is this: I feel a lot better about Gruden's plan if they hadn't foolishly given up the third-round pick for Martavis Bryant. You could use that pick, and then like you need to stack stockpile picks. Like, it doesn't help to trade away Amari Cooper for a first-round pick when Amari Cooper's 24 years old. Like, that's the kind of guy you want to keep. You need to get multiple picks to improve your chances of hitting on them. So, like, you want to trade Cooper, okay, but give me a third, too. You get what I'm saying? If the Raiders' rebuild is going to work through the draft, they better stockpile picks more than just one for one. They need multiple picks. I didn't like the Mac trade because I didn't think the – I didn't think the trick – the the, the – the picks were, like, equitable. They should have got more picks. And I, I don't like this for them because they should have got more picks as well. Even if that meant taking one in 2020. Elsewhere in the AFC, uh, you recently wrote about the Jaguars. Did the Chiefs break the Jaguars is the joke it everyone's asking. It sure looks asking. like it, doesn't yeah. it? Jeez, man. Like, <laughs> uh, Jalen Ramsey's too good for his own good. I had a column about that, uh, too, too honest for his own good. I had a column about the Jaguars on, on Yahoo recently where – yeah, he was talking after the game on Sunday. They got beat again. And he's just like, every time it's like, I don't know. They ask him a question, I don't know. I know what y'all want me to say, but I don't know. That's the offense. I don't have anything to do with the offense. And it was obvious what he was saying, he's even really though he good. wasn't yeah, saying. He really, he's not yeah. the only one. And he's not the only one. And I don't blame him. That's a good defense. I don't care what happened last week. Whatever happened to the Cowboys, that happened because Blake Bortles lost them the biggest game of the season against the Chiefs. Like, that happens in the NFL. Like, you give them a competent quarterback, that they don't lose by 32, 33 to the Cowboys. I just don't. So, like, yeah, teams go through peaks and valleys. We saw last year with the Chiefs, right? This doesn't mean the Jaguars stink. It means that they got some serious issues at the quarterback position. They better figure it out. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but one of the Jags after the game was, like, praising Cody Kessler. He's like, yeah, I thought Cody did a great job getting his back in the game. Well, yeah, they were emotional yeah, with him on the sideline when he yeah. – I, I, I feel like Doug Marone might be making a mistake based on some of the stuff I was reading after the game. Um, but we know they made a mistake anyway. I'm, I'm glad money. you brought that up. You know why? Because they didn't respect the Patrick Mahomes-Steve Walsh effect. Now, you're probably wondering what the hell Steve Walsh has to do with this. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that at one time – I know I am. At one time – well, these always go somewhere. The Hall of Famer, Troy Aikman, had to compete for his job with Steve Walsh. Mm. They, used, they used a supplemental first-round pick on Steve Walsh to put the heat on Troy Aikman. What did Troy Aikman do? Became a stud. They also brought in Steve Berline to do the same. This happens. This is what happens in the NFL. The best quarterbacks rise to that kind of adversity. We saw last year with Alex Smith. They brought in Patrick Mahomes. Oh, all of a sudden there's a career year. If they were going to commit that kind of money to Blake Bortles, which they did, they had absolutely no excuse in my mind, none, 
for not drafting Lamar Jackson in the first round that, last year, last uh, three months, five, six months ago. They should have done it. Mm. He was available at number 28. They took Taven Bryant. Bryant has eight tackles this year. Lamar Jackson is already starting to, like, show some playmaking stuff with the, with the Ravens. By the way, the Ravens took Lamar Jackson, and what has happened to Joe Flacco? Balling. 24 touchdowns, 11 inter- interceptions. He's on track for that kind of season. And they're in a, better, they're in a better quarterback position, in my Balling. opinion, with Flacco than all day. And if you're afraid of, like, uh, hurting Blake Bortles' feelings, guess what? He probably can't lead a, a room of alpha dogs like they got in that defense. So they should have hedged their bets. The, the, the front office has to own that. They absolutely should have hedged their bets. By dra- Even if you don't like Lamar Jackson. Mason Rudolph, second round. Let's go. Like, th- there was no excuse for it, and they're paying for it now. Who handled the quarterback position worse, Jacksonville or the Giants? Ooh. Jacksonville. Ooh. Jacksonville. Because, like, at least Eli's won Super Bowls, okay. right? Like, yeah. at least like, he's won Super Bowls, not, like, like plural. He's won Super Bowls. Um and they weren't a ready-made team, like right, right. now. Like, yeah, like, I feel like the Jags, still, like, like they were. And by the way, Saquon Barkley's like 22. Like they're going to be good for Odell Beckham's 25. They still kind of got like a young core. They'll be all right. They're not ready to win. Like Jack- Jacksonville's window is like now. Calais Campbell's not getting younger. Right. Their window is now. Guess who's going to get paid soon too? Jalen. And, and if you think Jalen's taking one dime less than the best corner, maybe even the best defensive player in the NFL, Nah, man. So, like, they messed it up. Jags fans are going to have to live with that, and that front office is going to have to live with it too. All right, get your text in right now. Text line 69306. You can also tweet at us, at 610SportsKC. You can also follow Therese on Twitter, at Therese Paler, but I'm sure you do already. Get your questions answered by Therese. It's what we call Take on Therese. We're live from Grand Falloon on the plaza, and we're back with more right after this show. Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, welcome back. The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. We're live this Monday from Grand Falloon in the Plaza. We're out each and every Monday from 6 to 7 with the Therese Paler Show here on your football station. 610 Sports Radio. All right, time to take on uh, Therese. Uh, text line 69306. Twitter at 610 Sports KC. From 913, I'm going to come right off the top. Um, Therese, it says, is Sammy just a decoy? Doesn't seem to be in the game plan. Yeah, I think we, we keep <laughs> – this is a question every week. Like, um at the end of the day, him and Pat got to get on the same page as far as, like, what they're both comfortable, like, running and, like, what – whatever their connection's going to be on the field and, like, what they're comfortable doing. They just, like, they need to nail that down and settle into, like, what their roles are going to be. Um, they haven't, like, gotten the return on the investment they've wanted so far, but that doesn't mean they won't. You know, against a great defense or against a good defense, they'll be able to potentially exploit that matchup, but the time will have to come um, – you know, for him to, like, really have a big game. And I've said it consistently. I think it'll come here. I'd have been hard on Sammy. I thought Sunday was it. Five, six catches, 70-plus yards. I mean, he was able to beat single coverage. I, I like, that's it's just the two for 18s just. That, you can't have that. Yeah, right? that, that is just, that's different. But I, I think, like, what I want is I want more of that. 
You know, I I still think he's got like a big game, like a big, because like you know, what was it, six, five for seventy? What was it, six for seventy? Five. I, I, I think there's yeah. like I think there's like a, I think there's like an eight for like one twenty coming. Like if there will be an eight for one twenty at some point, because you can't cover all these guys. But teams that are, you know what, maybe against the Rams, maybe that's where to pay off, because they're gonna have to eat against one. You know, <laughs> I have a hunch they might find a way to be able to take away Ty Hill. And I'm really interested in that game because I can't wait to see how they end up countering that ridiculous defensive line. Like, it's, it's going to be fun. <sighs> game of the year. <laughs> Show is already scary. Aaron Donald had 10 tackles. <laughs> oh, my God. He was amazing. Behind the line of scrimmage yesterday. God, he was so good yesterday. Oh, Therese, a question from out here at the uh, Grand Falloon from Alvin. He wants to know um, Eric Berry. We, we, we talk about him like he Another is returning. Do you feel like he's returning? And if so, is there a week you have circled in your belief when he'll return? Yeah, I think he'll be back. I think um, I think he'll be back sometime in December or sometime before the end of the season for sure. I, I do think he'll come back unless I hear something different. Because um, if he wasn't going to be able to play, they just would have put him on IR. At this point, he's just hogging up a roster spot. He'll be back. Seven eight five. We've been hearing this all day. Oh, Daniel. 44 kind of popped on the screen a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on him and then this one. Do you think there's a point where he'll, where he'll be starting for this team? I don't uh, – unless unless Raglan gets hurt or unless his knee gets worse, no. But I could see him playing plenty of snaps. You know what? Maybe. 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 I mean, not in the base. But, like, now the base is nickel, right? So, maybe. Maybe if they come out in nickel – Smith and, went down. Yeah, like if they come out in nickel and like they need somebody to play next to Hitch, yeah, like actually, yeah, that could happen. But yeah, uh, uh, it, that's the that's the tricky part of it. Like as long as they come out in nickel, he's somebody who was drafted because of his athleticism and cover skills. Like he's gonna have a chance to show it this year. Shaquille's out here hanging out with us at Grand Falloon. He wondered about Patrick Peterson, not if they could use him, but do they need him? Need him to make to win the Super Bowl? Sure. Yeah. The, the, listen, the, the kid Patrick Mahomes can win you the Super Bowl, but you improve your odds of getting him, right? So like, I'm not I'm not gonna say you gotta get Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna say you gotta get Patrick Peterson to win the Super Bowl. Number fifteen can do it on his own, right? Especially with Andy and what they've got going for him. You get the right draw, but does Patrick Peterson? improve your odds significantly as long as he stays healthy absolutely because it gives bob one more weapon to to take down somebody like and let me tell you something not only do you keep peterson away from the patriots which is with pretty pretty gut-wrenching if they got him like show said you guys got to see show's face right now he's just like (laughs) just the pain on your face at that concept not only does that do that but like you're gonna need like an extra chick up your sleeve if you end up going to Foxborough in January. Just trust me. The place where the phones don't work is different when it's cold. <laughs> and by the way, I went there for the game a week ago. I love that so My much. phone did not work. <laughs> I swear to God. I, I tried to post something to my snap in the parking lot. Wouldn't nope. go through. Got to love it. Just in case you all missed it, Therese is on Snapchat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, we've talked about this about contract years. And here's one that we don't speak about a lot. From the 563. Hey, has Ron Parker worked himself 
to being a possible option down the line. He's in a contract year. You don't think he'd be expensive? He is a, yeah. a okay. He'll shoot. He'll shoot for two years and like seven million, which is reasonable. You know that's okay. But I I, I think that you know the Chiefs released him before the season, right? Because they thought they could go younger and be okay. Um, I still think Ron can play in this league. Um, I, I do think he'll probably have opportunities elsewhere where they'll pay him a little more than they might here. But we'll see. Question from Buck, who's out here at Grand Falloon. He was wondering, Derek Johnson, is it over for him? Could he return as a player? Could yeah. he return as a coach? Yeah, I, I'll let you guys guess what, what I would say it would take for that to happen. Have to do with something freezing over? No, no, no. Not oh, a, okay. there's, there's a reasonable. Okay, it's Raglan or Hitch would have to end up on IR. Sure. Yeah, because he's not playing special teams. Right, that's, and that's what he would have to do if he was what? A backup. He's got, you got a, it. Yeah. Backup inside linebackers have to play special teams. This is not Madden where you can just put a guy <laughs> at number three linebacker and you don't care about special teams. Dave Tobe don't roll like that. Like Dave Tobe gets what he wants. What he wants is a good special teams unit. By the way, Terrence Smith played the most special team, second most special team snaps at any Chief. So, like, that kind of matters. Like, number three linebacker, special team, like, that actually matters to this team. So, it would take Ragland being put on IR. And even at that point, man, look, Hitch and DJ played, like, the same position. There's two inside linebackers in that 3-4, the Jack and the Will. The Will is the position DJ used to play. And this is the great position. This is the glory position. Ray Lewis used to play. Basically, it allows you to, to run free sideline to sideline. Now, the jack position is the position that I would have played or you would have played, Sean. You know what you got to do, Show. You know what you got to do with the jack linebacker position? You get, the, you get the privilege of taking on big offensive linemen and keeping the wheel guy clean. Do you guys want Anthony Hitchens as your jack inside linebacker? Do you guys want DJ taking on blocks? So, no, like it would take probably Hitchens. It would probably take Hitchens going down for the season. At that point, you can bring DJ back. Make Ben Neiman give up number 56, and mm. it'll be just like uh, 2015 again. Ben needs 56. Ben needs that number. He waited. Breland Speaks out, and Breland Speaks made the mistake of going with 57, and he <laughs> got 56. He needed that. Real quick, another one. We've been, uh, we heard Andy said uh, Dan, is, Dan is back to practicing this week. Hey, man, um, I think obviously that's been an issue, but I don't want him not – I don't want him playing at the expense of Lucas. Like I, yeah, I'm like with I'm you. with you on that. Like I, you. I'd like to for him what I'm he's with, done. I'm with you. I'm with you. What I would say is like Sorensen, by the way, is a good special teamer, so he'll be able to help. Him coming back is a good thing. Yeah, and he has made decidedly more plays in the NFL than like your next safety, which is like Eric Murray. So like, I like Murray, but like Sorensen's made plays in the NFL that have mattered: interceptions, fumble returns, touchdowns. You know, he probably shouldn't be in the box when teams run at him, right? But as an NFL player, he's done stuff. He can help this team in certain situations. So this is a good thing, as long as he's being used correctly. This is a good thing. Question from Steven out here at Grand Falloon. Is it possible that John Gruden is blowing up the Raiders for the sole <laughs> purpose of acquiring Alabama quarterback Tua Tungaviola? Oh, come on, man. That's two <laughs> years away. He's not thinking about two years away because Tua's not – Two is not available to the 2020 draft, but I will say this. I like the, kid, I like the way he looks. He got a little – y'all know I like to make the comparisons with good players. So just, but there's a little Steve Young in him as a ooh, thrower. Ooh, not I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he's Steve Young. I'm saying the way he plays. 
the way he throws. He's a lefty. What? That's, that's Vern's guy. Is it? I love him. Don't you like him? He's, my he's fun. He's he runs guy. around. Even, I noticed a play on Saturday where he threw like a fade, and he even put like the Steve Young mm. English on it, mm-hmm. on the fade ball. Did you mm-hmm. see that? Mm-hmm. I really like that dude. He's, he's fun to watch. I think he's going to be a good player in this league when he gets here. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I know how Steve does. Yeah, he does. Steve is my guy, man. It was tough growing up in Detroit. How about that Michigan game, though? We got about oh, 30 seconds yes. left. Oh, God. Oh, was that that was, not, oh, my they God. just took it to him. Power football. Oh, G God. blocks, doubling at the point. That was a nasty game, too. Those two teams hate each other so much. Very disrespectful game. But Michigan it was disrespectful. Its Michigan asserted its will offensively. It, it wasn't was good awesome. enough for Vern, though. Well, that was his what? first big win yeah, at Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Now, now it's time to beat Ohio State. I mean, that's that's what I Ohio said. State. What is wrong with you guys? We'll because I'm tired of losing to Ohio State. Monday at that's 6 o'clock, each and every Monday at 6, it's the Therese Paler Show. God. No, no, no. This is, we need more. Presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs on 610 Sports Radio.